Hey everybody, I am Rachel and I am going to be the new co-host and Charlotte representative for Girls Gone Right and I just wanted to come on here today and talk to you guys about how I got here, what qualifies me to do this and just kind of get to know you all and let you get to know me a little bit and then hopefully at the next Girls Gone Right event or the next time we post something or you hear from me, we can just talk and get to know each other and I'm just really excited about that. So let's dive in. When did I move here? I only moved to Charlotte about a year ago, guys. So last July, I picked up my life and I moved to Charlotte and I didn't know a single person and I was very nervous about that. That was very intimidating for me. And I knew I would make friends. I knew all of those things would happen in time, but I was a little concerned about finding people who politically aligned. It was really important for me to get involved locally, especially in the, you know, politics mattered to me locally on a grander scale, national scale, all of it. So I wanted to make sure that I was making every effort to get to know the new scape of things and what was going on here. So I did a lot of Googling and they didn't make it easy to find because the search engines don't want you to, but I found the Mecklenburg County Young Republicans here in Charlotte and they happened to meet down the street from where I live. So I was really excited about that. And I show up to my first meeting in September and I remember going by myself, feeling a little bit intimidated and I walk in and there's Fox News playing in the background and I just remember laughing a little bit and you got to understand this time last year was very much so, you know, people were still very concerned about your vaccination status, if you could go to a football game, etc. And I remember walking up and having a conversation with a couple couple of the people there, and someone said, yes, this vaccine stuff is ridiculous. And I just remember taking a deep breath and thinking to myself, oh, thank God I'm in the right place. (laughs) And it was such a small thing, you know, regardless of what you chose to do with your body or whether you felt coerced or now feel like you didn't have all the information. At that time, I was having a lot of the same thoughts. And to hear that that person say that, I just took a deep breath and was like, oh, thank God. I'm in really, I'm really in the right place. So flash forward, we have meetings and socials and such and such. And so I ended up meeting Peyton at, in December at actually the Christmas social for the young Republicans here. And I was there I actually didn't talk to her long. It was really fast. I think she was about to leave and I happened to be talking to her on her way out. She said, hey, I have this account It's called Girls Gone Right. It's pretty new. Uh, Would you like to follow it? And I said, oh my gosh, yes, of course. I'd love that. She goes, we're having like events and different things like that to get to know more people in the area. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. So of course I said, yes. And so we kind of cultivated this online friendship. So Peyton and I were just following each other. I was keeping up with her life. She was kind of keeping up with mine. And eventually in February, I actually got to meet her in person. So Girls Gone Right had an event at Rosie's Wine Garden for Galentine's. And I met so many great people that night. And two of the people, you know, some of the people that I met are people that are just so much a huge part of my life now. And I couldn't have imagined, you know, had I not gone, had I not met them, what if I hadn't gone, would I have had the same friendship with Peyton? It's just really cool to think back on and how all the little decisions in your life kind of somehow are big decisions and they've made such an impact. And so meeting Peyton has just been such a positive thing. Meeting so many other of the girls that I met that night was just so great. So 
I meet Peyton. We really become fast friends. Things kind of pick up from there and the rest is history. So he re- God just kind of gave me this blessing. And, you know, a few months ago, Peyton calls me and she's like, girl, I'm interviewing with the Daily Wire. And I just was so thrilled for her. And we were kind of talking about potentially her needing a little bit of help with Girls Gone Right and making sure that, you know, if she moves to Nashville, that this Charlotte community that she's built doesn't go anywhere and that it continues to grow. And, you know, we were thinking about ways I could help and the natural, you know, it just kind of naturally formed. And I said, of course, I would, you know, I would actually, I would love to help with that. Like, can I help? And she said, you know what? Yes. So now I'm here helping and I couldn't be more excited about it because this has been such a positive influence in my life. And Peyton's just been a really huge blessing. And I can't believe that now I get to kind of help her return the favor. So now we're here. Um, And it just, it felt natural to say yes, but it was intimidating and scary because, you know, people know where I lean. I'm not, I'm not exactly shy. I post what I like and I post what I think. And I think my friends all know, but, you know, to come out and be on a podcast and agree to be a little bit more out there and be a little bit more opinionated and have what I'm saying recorded and and documented for forever somewhere on the internet. It's definitely a little bit scary to be that vulnerable with people that you can't see. And I know that I know from past experiences, you know, anytime I've posted something that might be a little bit controversial, you know, I generally get a couple of messages that aren't the nicest, but I do appreciate the messages of people who just want to have a conversation. So if you're listening and you don't always agree with me and you're a friend of mine who's just being supportive, it means more than you know for the people who are interested and do agree. Let's chat. I love it. Um, Let's get to know each other. Let's go get coffee or let's go have wine. I'm down for anything. So anyway, but I had to remind myself that, you know, women today, we need to be bold. We need to be courageous. We need to be kind. But so often, you know, being kind, people want Christians to just be kind and they kind of want you to be quiet. And nowhere in the Bible did, did God say be silent. <laughs> um, he said, be bold, be courageous and be outspoken. And, you know, I think our our movement, our conservative movement, particularly women, we need to be better about this. We need to stand up for what we believe in and be strong in that way. And so that's kind of where I'm at. But I also kind of wanted to talk about my journey, my history. How did I get, what was my conservative journey? Because, you know, everyone's is different. Um, and, and it does matter just knowing kind of where I'm coming from. So we'll kind of talk about my faith, my conserv they're kind of hand in hand. So, you know, I grew up in a, you know, in a, in a conservative household. My parents are always really involved politically, um, voting red, so on and so forth. But also, you know, I grew up in a really Catholic household, so I'm Catholic. And I grew up in a pretty, in a community, a smaller town, South Louisiana, that generally, I would say most people had the same viewpoints. Not everyone, of course, but there wasn't a ton of opposition in this way. And I think growing up in retrospect now, I'm really grateful for that because it gave me such a strong base. But I will say, you know, growing up and reentering, you know, entering the world as terms of college and things like that, you know, that tested me. I really had to become good at understanding what I believed and why I believed it. 
because so many people hold the opinion that, oh, you just believe that way because you don't know any better, because you're uneducated, or because your parents told you to. And when I was younger, sure, I believed the way that I believed because my parents taught it to me. Of course I would. Most children do. But now, and as an adult, and the older I've gotten, I can promise you that I don't believe the way that I believe because my parents do. I believe it because I believe it, because I understand it, because I've taken the time to learn why. And I've taken the time to really understand my faith as an adult. And it's just kind of, and I've not been perfect. You know, there have been so many times in my life where I've doubted and where I've questioned and where I wasn't in church. And, you know, those times I felt the lack of the lack of that involvement. And I knew that I needed it because it's good for your soul and it's good for your heart. And so, you know, I'd I'd find myself back there every time I needed it. And I think God just kind of has a really cool plan for you that way. And, you know, growing up though, childhood through adulthood, it's just been an evolution and an experience and it took time. You know, my faith took time to discover why I believed what I believed. And whenever I was in school, I, I was I attended a, a Catholic school and they told me they, they, you know, they said they were like, oh, you're going to you're going to question. You're going to one day you're, you're going to doubt. And I said, no, I don't think so. And I did. I doubted and I questioned and I was questioned, I was asked why I believed the way that I did and honestly, a lot of times I didn't have a great answer. And when I started college, you know, you became friends with so many different people from all walks of life. And that's great. And I needed to kind of have the, have the blindfolds taken off and kind of have the, the shelter that I was, you know, kind of raised under removed. And and it was done at the proper pace. You know, my parents did a great job making sure I knew where we were going to be on Sunday. I knew that stuff. Right. And in college, Suddenly, all of that's on you. If you're going to go to church, if you're not going to go to church, all of the things are now your decision. How you're going to vote, what you're going to believe in. And of course, you know, the college environment, no matter where you are in the world, is definitely left-leaning. It's very liberal. And I found myself pretty frustrated at times on the phone with my mom, wondering why my professors were the way that they were, why they were saying the things that they were saying, how appreciative I was of the professors that I didn't know their political leanings. It was my favorite thing when I couldn't tell in a history class or, you know, political science class, and I couldn't tell. And I absolutely loved and appreciated them for just teaching what they needed to be teaching rather than their own personal opinions. But I remember being pretty frustrated by this, but it tested me and it made me, I was kind of, I'd like to say forged forged through fire, forged under fire, diamonds are made under pressure. Um, I had to learn how to be myself. I had to decide what I was and how I was going to live my life. And, you know, it's very hard to be pulled at. The things of the world are tugging at you, especially in college, going out with your friends, living a certain lifestyle. And look, I love to have fun and I still do, but there's a balance to be had and I think you just have to find it. So, you know, as suddenly I'm graduating college and all of these ideas and all of these things are just kind of floating around in my mind and all of the friends that I didn't want to offend with my opinions and my views, you know, we, we were friends of course, and still are, but we started drifting away. And so suddenly I'm wondering why I was concerned with hurting their feelings. You know, 
Um, and also they knew me, they knew my heart and they knew who I was. And I'd like to think that even if I was outspoken, they would have still been my friend. And if they decided to leave, which, you know, many have over the years, especially the more outspoken I've become, some people choose to duck out and that's okay. That's their prerogative. But that kind of just tells me that maybe we weren't meant to be um, friend, the forever friend, right? Maybe they were just a for, for now friend and they I learn something from every single person I've ever met and I try to make try to make sure that I'm doing that in my day-to-day life. But it wasn't about offending anyone anymore. It was just about being myself and being true to who that person was and finding out who that was. So as an adult, you know, I graduate and I get a job and suddenly I'm just trying to figure out who I am and what my life is going to be about and I'm working all the time and it was just really exhausting, but I learned a lot of skills and COVID happened. And suddenly I felt robbed of my 20s. I felt angry. I felt that, you know, what was I being respectful of all of this time? COVID was my awakening. And I think it was for a lot of people. I started questioning more. I started being more angry, more infuriated by some of the actions that were happening in the world. And that really pushed me. I did more reading than I've ever done. I did more investigating than I've ever done. And look, at the beginning of it all, COVID was very scary. No one knew what was going on. And then the more that we knew, the more I was angered, the more I felt stolen from. I really, I felt robbed of part of my 20s. I wanted to be out with my friends and living my life and doing and traveling and I wanted to visit my friend and I abroad and I wanted to do all of these things and all of that got taken. So suddenly I was questioning, okay, why? And you know, look, you can acknowledge more than one thing. You can acknowledge that COVID was intense and real and existed without agreeing with the treatment plan or the way that we handled it as a country. And that's where I stand on that. I didn't want to get vaccinated. I knew that it was serious, but I didn't believe that a shot that fast could work and that that it would protect your grandma and that it would protect your dad who had cancer. And my dad did have cancer and my dad did get COVID and it was scary. And we're really blessed that he's okay and that he lived and that we still have him in our lives. And look, that is never something I will ever minimize. And people have gone through tremendous loss. But I also don't think that they were handling that well. But this is a whole separate, that's a whole separate conversation. But really COVID was my awakening period of time. I just suddenly was enraged and I channeled that in an informative way. So suddenly I just felt that I needed a new job because my new job, my job that I was working, I was just, they wanted us there all the time. I felt like I didn't have a life. I felt like I couldn't travel, couldn't take my vacation days you know, they were constantly bragging about people working on Saturdays. And and look, that works for some people. That wasn't my job. That wasn't my scene. That wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And when I say that wasn't my job, it wasn't what I wanted to be doing. So I needed to find something else. And so I found a remote job and I found that I wanted more, you know, and I, so finding this remote job, I loved it. And then I said, okay, I want more. And I thought, I'm going to move to a different city. And it was always something I challenged myself and thought I would do. But it wasn't until I actually bit the bullet and did it that I realized how much I needed that. Because there's something so invigorating about 
pushing yourself so far out of your comfort zone, it makes you a little nervous. And I was just so comfortable in my bubble. And I loved the people and my friends and my family. And I missed them dearly that were there, but they're not going anywhere. I just kind of expanded the circle a little bit. So I moved 12 hours away from home, found a community in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Girls Gone Right was a huge part of that community. And I just, I'm incredibly grateful to everyone that I've met, honestly, through the past year, because it's made me a more, a more adventurous person, a more vulnerable person, someone who is a little bit more outspoken. Because when you surround yourself with people who are bettering themselves in just so many different ways, right? Whether they're, um, physically bettering themselves with workouts and stuff you know I've made so many friends and they're so committed to their wellness and that's really inspiring to surround yourself with and you have those friends that you're adventurous with and you have friends that you can be you can have those awesome political discussions with and you have the ones that don't agree with you but you still have those great discussions and they're honestly the highlight of my week and you have friends that do all of those things and more right you have your church friends and so many other types, right? And it's kind of great because you can't get everything from one person. But when you have just this incredible community and you get all of those things that really just feed your soul and your heart in one in one area of Charlotte, it just feels like home now. And I'm just so grateful for that. But Peyton was a huge part of that. And I just felt so encouraged and emboldened and empowered to just kind of take this by the reins and say, you know what, we're going to do it. We're going to do it scared because that's, that's the best way to do it. Um, everything's going to be scary, but we're just going to do it. And so what do I want to bring to the podcast? I just want to bring my voice and my personality and kind of hopefully just my extroverted self will help other people make connections and form a community that maybe they need in their lives. So maybe you've got, you know, your adventure friends and your friends that you go out with and your friends that you go to church with, but maybe you need some conservative girlfriends and maybe maybe I can help you with that. Uh, maybe you need all of that and you'll find people in this group that, that give you all of the things that you're looking for. We'll make it happen. I just can't wait to meet more people and continue to expand because you know, recently I was actually compiling, my birthday is in November and I'm a little bit of a, I like any, any excuse to have a fun themed party, right? Um, so I was kind of thinking about giving people some notice soon about when that would be and kind of just think about, you know, who I would invite to this party, right? And I made the list and I was just so astounded by the number of people I felt that I wanted to write down on this piece of paper, because when I moved here last this time last year, I did know a soul. And for my birthday, I did like a solo trip to a cabin in the woods with my dog. And I just remember having time to sit with myself and think and process everything of the world, politics, faith, all of it. I wrote, I played solitaire, I drank wine, I listened to great music. And I just remember building my own fire and thinking, wow, okay, we're really independent. We got this. Um, and you know, through the past year, I've just grown so much and I've kind of taken this next step. So this all kind of ties back to the question of what qualifies me to speak to you on this podcast? Because by any stretch of the word, I'm a very normal person. I, you know, have my friends, I go on vacations, I work during the day, I 
am a brat about my dog. He's very spoiled and he's the highlight of my life. And, you know, but by any stretch of the word, I'm a very normal individual. There's nothing really stand out about me compared to anyone else who could talk to you, right? But what qualifies me and I think what qualifies anyone is I'm interested and I'm politically driven and I want to care for the community that comes after me and the the world that I leave after me and the world that maybe I get to raise my kids in one day. I care about that and I care about the United States and I care about freedom and what it stands for and I care about the rights of the unborn. I care about the second amendment. I care about I care about freedom and I care about freedom for everybody, not just the people who agree with me. And I want to agree to disagree with people because you're never going to find somebody who agrees with everything you say. And that's why I can take a stand against cancel culture with complete, com- with complete peace in my heart about that. Because imagine you meet somebody and they do one tiny thing to you and you're just like, never again will I speak to them. No person you've ever met has nothing that irritates you. And I'll stand by this. I'm sure I irritate plenty of people <laughs> and I'm sure plenty of, and plenty of people irritate me. I mean, when you think about the simplest thing, right? Let's flash back to, I live by myself now, but I used to have roommates and such, right? And let's say your roommate doesn't do the dishes when you want them to. Do you just ask them to move out because they didn't do the dishes or they didn't take out the trash? Um, nobody is 100% everybody's cup of tea. And no one 100% agrees. And the United States is the same way. We're a really diverse country with so many different people and beliefs and cultures mixed in. And I think it's really beautiful. But the integrity of why we can function the way that we function needs to be protected. So we as a a community, uh, uh, by community, I mean, we as Americans need to get more comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, And we need to get better about understanding that the things of the world aren't going to just give you complete peace. God really gives you that complete peace because when it all becomes too much and the politics and the world events and you're just constantly maybe thinking the world's ending soon, um, this isn't the end game. You know, God, God's your end game. But actually, I was listening to, I follow this girl named, the girl named Blake, and I want to give her credit for this because she was talking about this the other day and how, you know, he's your end game, but you can still care about all of this stuff. And you should because the things of this world are bothersome and you want to protect children and protect yourself and protect future generations and the constitution and what it stands for and what Americans have died for. Um, And so with all that being said, you know, I just want to bring that to the table. I want to bring the agree to disagree. I hope my friends, whether they agree or disagree, listen, I hope people from anywhere in the country feel inspired to give Girls Gone Right a follow and let's use social media for good. Let's use, let's use the powers for good because there's a lot that social media does that's harmful but you know when you find certain communities and you find people that inspire you and um, give you something more you know like Peyton has really done for me this past year and I'm, I'm so grateful to have her and also just other people in my life that do this for me you know the other day a friend of mine said hey would you like to come to adoration so Catholics have this really beautiful um 
adoration service, right? Where we kind of put God on display in the church and you sit with him and you're just quiet, right? Usually it's, it's pretty quiet. And she asked me to go with her and I didn't realize how badly I needed to go until she asked me. And someone asked me to attend a prayer group the other day, and that was just so good for my heart. And, you know, someone asked me to go to a different church event, or someone asked me to share um, this pro-life event, or someone asked me to go to um, just, you know, participate in different voting activities and such. And I'm just so grateful for each of these people that kind of tug at me it seems like God sends them at the right time and then they hit me and I'm like yes this is what I was supposed to be doing today um and so that's kind of how I feel like this entire last year has been I've just been gifted with all of these incredible people and I also want to say thank you to anyone who's made it this far into this podcast I'm really grateful for you guys bearing with me and listening to my story um and you know if anyone else have to have questions or talk more But I also want to say thank you to everyone that I have met this past year. If you happen to be listening, I really do appreciate you guys because I didn't know a soul when I moved and suddenly I feel that I have a community. And if I haven't met you yet and you want to be part of Girls Gone Right and come to our events or get a cup of coffee or talk, I'd love to meet you because you never know where someone is in their journey. And maybe this is just the tug that they needed to be a little bit more bold and be a little bit more outspoken and be a little bit more courageous because this stuff matters. And it's really intimidating and scary to put yourself out there like this because people are so quick to judge and they make snap decisions about you, right? And your friends, I have so many friends, guys, and the ones who are, they know my heart and we don't agree politically and we might not even share a faith, we don't share those things, but they are beautiful, incredible souls and I'm just so incredibly grateful that they've been supportive of me through this. The first time I told them, hey guys, I'm gonna do a podcast it's going to be conservative. They were like, we think that's perfect for you. I think that that's what you need to be doing. And hearing those words, I just felt such peace and encouragement because they know my heart and they know where it stands. And even if we disagree, I think we have really great conversations. And so, you know, give it a listen, give it some thought. Everyone can learn from everyone else. And I'm just so looking forward to standing for freedom standing for women who need to just kind of take life by the reins and be more outspoken, guys. This movement needs it. We need to be more out there. We need to put ourselves out there because who's standing up for the unborn? Who's standing up for your freedoms? You are. It's on you. You know, we've been really blessed as a as a generation in terms of what we've seen and what we've had happen to us. And we've, we've taken a lot for granted. We take freedom for granted. And it won't always be here unless we preserve it. So let's make sure that we are being bold and doing all that we can. Pay attention, guys, these upcoming elections, not just the big ones, not just midterms, not just your presidential. Pay attention locally. 
Um, if you're interested in learning more about the local politics here in Charlotte, I'm still pretty new to the scene, but I do know quite a few people who would be more than happy to kind of give you the rundown. Come to meetings, get involved locally, regardless of what you know realm that is. It, it's good for your heart, guys. I'm telling you, when you go and you get involved, it feels good because you're you're just able to be fully yourself. And the older I get, the more I realize that the people who matter, they'll still be there regardless of whether or not we agree. So it's okay that it's scary. Do it scared. It's okay to be vulnerable. It is scary to talk to a bunch of people on the internet maybe that you don't know. But take those steps. Be bold. Be yourself. And I just can't wait to see what Girls Gone Right has in store this this next year. Because while Peyton's in Nashville, I'm sure she'll be back for certain things, no doubt. I know that she is just so involved and so passionate. And that is infectious. And so it's infected me. I'm super excited to be here, to be the co-host, to help facilitate Charlotte events. Um, if you're interested, if you want to come to one, I'm going to be planning one soon. I'm really excited about it brainstorming some ideas but I just I can't wait for this and I can't wait to share more of my thoughts (laughs) whether or not you guys want to listen to talk to people who actually have a lot of insight to bring on different issues and just kind of continue to grow this thing because it's really beautiful what Peyton started and we just have to keep it going because it's been such a positive influence on my life and other people and you know in whatever capacity Let's just do it together. Let's do it scared. And it's just going to be great. And I'm just so thrilled and blessed to know you guys, the ones that I've met, or get to know the ones that I haven't met yet. Because the last thing I ever want to be is completely comfortable. You know, I I talked about adding to that list of people that I thought were important enough to maybe include in birthday celebrations and I don't want that list to end there you know I want there to continue I just want to continue to meet more people because you can learn something so beautiful from every single person that you meet regardless of whether you meet them for five minutes or you know you've known them for a year and I'm starting to get to the point where I can say that I've known some of the people that I've met here for a whole year And that's so exciting for me because I'm just in awe of what blessings this past year has brought to my, to my life. So with all that being said, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I know this was a lot, but I'm thrilled to, to be here, to meet you guys and to keep this thing going. So let's talk, message me. I'm really excited to just, I've said this before, but get to know each and every one of you so thank you so much for listening keep following girls gone right for updates and potential events if you're interested in coming to a mecklenburg county young republicans meeting i know i mentioned that i do go to those there's usually um a social and a meeting once a month i really do enjoy going to those you meet so many great people Um, So if you're interested and want to learn more about that, please let me know. I'm happy to kind of be that person that's there to welcome you. I know it's intimidating to show up to those things by yourself. I I did it, so (laughs) I get it. Um, But if you're ever interested, please let me know. I'm just so blessed to be here and to help Peyton and kind of continue building on something that she had 
planted a vision for during, I think it was the pandemic that she was like, this is it. We have to do it. So thanks so much and have a good one.